This episode is brought to you in part by Wholehearted Love, a new book by Caleb and Stephanie Rouse. Overcome the barriers that hold you back in your relationships with God and with others and delight in feeling safe, seen, and loved with Wholehearted Love. For more information, go to Tyndale.com. Welcome to Grace Enough Podcast and the 12 Days of Christmas in July series, brought to you by SchoolhouseTeachers.com. A firm Christian-based worldview is the springboard needed in today's world, which can be attained with a SchoolhouseTeachers.com education. Use code EXPLORE to pay only $179 for a two-year ultimate membership during SchoolhouseTeachers.com Explore the World BOGO event. This is an incredible savings opportunity. Sign up now and receive a complimentary Explore the World tote while supplies last. Certain restrictions will apply. With your SchoolhouseTeachers.com membership, you can create your own homeschool schedule using over 400 unique courses, videos, lap books, unit studies, and more. One price covers the entire family, giving you immediate access to hundreds of resources, including virtual school boxes for kindergartners through high schoolers. Sign up at schoolhouseteachers.com using code EXPLORE today. Now, let's jump in to our 12 Days of Christmas in July series. Do you find it challenging to come up with gift ideas at Christmas? 12 Days of Christmas in July is intended to not only give you a head start on Christmas gifts, but to introduce you to nonprofits and small businesses I recommend. To get in the gift-giving mood, I will be giving items away from all 12 episodes beginning Friday, August 6, 2021. Follow me on Instagram at graceenoughpodcast underscore Amber to enter. Now let's jump in to day five, featuring 10ofthose.com and founder Jonathan Carswell. Good morning, Jonathan, and welcome to the Grace Enough podcast. Thanks so much. Great to be with you. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. I am absolutely thrilled to introduce my audience and my listeners to 10ofthose.com. And so as we launch into our conversation, will you just tell everybody what is the mission behind 10 of those? Yeah, 10 of those.com is a ministry that seeks to handpick the best products from across the publishers. Uh, we handpick them knowing that they hold to the Bible, that they point to Jesus. And, uh, and we're passionate about getting those books out and read by as many people as possible. So we discount them. And the more you buy, the cheaper, cheaper they get. Our, our mission really is to, to have people pointed to Jesus through the books that they read. Yeah, I love it because we were talking earlier and I told you that I was introduced to 10 of those through Nancy Guthrie, who she's been on the show. I have also been to a couple of her workshops, encouraged my uh, girlfriends to go to her workshops and have ended up at 10 of those as a result, um, purchasing some books that you guys do put out because I know that they point to solid um, biblical views. And that is why I'm so grateful for what you're doing. And so share a little bit of the backstory of 10 of those and kind of how you guys got started. 
Yeah, well, it's funny because um, I'm dyslexic. I find reading really hard work. Uh, and yet God has put me in this uh, in this role. He definitely has a sense of humor. But yeah, I became a Christian when I was 16 and began reading uh, really from that point, particularly biography. Christian biography was my starting point. But your listeners will know there is so much available. How do you know what's good? How do you know what's not great? And also, how do you know what's actually harmful? Because there's plenty of books out there that... They, they look like they're Christian, they feel like they're Christian, but they're not holding to the Bible oh. and do you great spiritual harm. So as a bit of a hobby, while I was a, a youth minister in Northern Ireland, I began handpicking the books that I really loved, that I knew um, made much of Jesus. And I just started doing deals with publishers to say, look, if I buy these in bulk, what price can you give me? And then I would be selling them on in tens to anybody who would, uh, who would love make it. really. So that's where the name comes from. Ten of those came from people just saying, I'll get ten of those, ten of those and ten of those. And um, and so it grew from there. And people said, oh, could you get some other stuff? But that our, our whole mission of we only want to sell stuff that makes much of Jesus, that holds the Bible, that we've stuck to that the whole way through. Our range is much bigger, um, but but still on this principle of we want it to hold to the Bible. And so, yeah, I got to a point where I, I needed to decide what I was going to do. Was I going to go into uh, carry on with, with with youth ministry or was I going to go into this? And so, um, yeah, stepped out in faith a bit, really. And, uh, and then selling online to churches, to individuals, but also to conferences. So you've seen us at, at Nancy's uh, events where we do pop-up bookstores for churches or for conferences where we'll we'll make recommendations of good books and then make them available there and discount them. We're, we're all about um, getting them out uh, uh, and therefore want to make them as low cost as possible. You don't have to buy 10 anymore. That's uh, right. But, but, but the more you buy, the cheaper it gets. And, uh, and then we seek to use our profits to support people around the world who otherwise couldn't afford the resources. So that's, uh, it, it's a bit like tithing, really. You then fund other people getting the, <laughs> getting the books. I love that that's how you started, because I think about people who ask me questions all the time. So Amber, I really want to study this book. What would you recommend? Or, um, you know, hey, I saw you take a picture of this book. What was that again? And that really is how the word spreads about good or bad, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. I think word of mouth is is actually really important when it comes to discipleship and and mentoring through books. And tell people if you've read a really good book that's that's excited you about Jesus, and yeah. warn them if you've read one that just actually w- was a real duffer. Is this the word we'd use in the UK? But you know, it's going to do you harm. Tell people, hey, look, I really avoid this this book or this author. But but go for this one because they make much of Jesus. That is so helpful. And I love getting recommendations from people for that. Yeah. And I mean, just like what you said, it is becoming even more and more prevalent what is out there as writing a book to me seems like, you know, the end thing to do nowadays. Oh, it's easier than ever before to write a book, whether it's um, through self-publishing or, or, or what have you, but um, it's harder than ever before to to know what's good because there's so much out there. That's right. Well, and you already shared, I mean, you guys aren't a nonprofit, but you do distribute resources in such a way that you can come alongside and support ministries, um, you know, as long as it comes along your, you know, your statement of faith. And so what are some of the ways that you do distribute um, some of the resources that you, you have and that you make from 10 of those? 
Yeah, so there are a number of different ways. Main ways are at the end of each year, we work out, well, what do we need to sustain and grow the ministry um, and, uh, and, and keep going financially? And OK, what have we taken and what's left? And then we use that sort of excess fund to, to give en masse um, uh, books, particularly for evangelism. We really want to focus mm. on uh, how can we get little seeds of uh, evangelistic witness out through resources. So um, organizations like uh, Crew in, over here or InterVarsity, um, we we've got several links with InterVarsity overseas um, where we, we support them with resources. There's um, an organization in the UK called The Faith Mission who are, they've just, they've just bought a truck that is going to travel around and do evangelistic uh, services and we were able to, to, to send them just recently uh, a few pallets worth of, of books and leaflets, et cetera. And that's all paid for by individual customers. We don't ask donors. We, we just use our profits. But also individuals, um, you'll often hear us at a conference. Um, we say it slightly tongue in cheek, but it is how it works. We'll say, look, if, if you haven't come prepared or, or you can't afford it, but you promised to read it, take the book, give it, we'll, we'll give you it and we'll overcharge somebody else. It'll all balance out. <laughs> that overcharging actually is just, it's, we don't overcharge. We just use the money from other people's sales to say, hey, look, we want to bless you. And uh, particularly if it's, if it's an evangelistic book and we're a, a service, perhaps for a church, we'll say, look, if you're just visiting here and you're, you're looking into what the Christian faith is about, would you take this as a gift from us uh, to to allow you to explore the Christian faith for yourself at mm. uh, no charge? And that's it's all paid for by the sales that that are made. God has an amazing financial economy that um, you know he really uh, does. He he, own, he owns the cattle on a, a thousand hills. That has definitely worked within our sort of business model, mm. uh, which is basically. A bit like a, a budget airline. So long as the seats are full, we can go. So long as we get the volume out, we can keep the prices down, but also use the profits to, to give away either in large numbers or in ones and twos. Ah, uh, I just, I really do love that. And that's the reason why I wanted to have you on the show is because I want people to know if they go to 10 of those, they can trust that what they're getting is solid biblically. And so even just now I'm sitting here looking at your website and it's things like, you know, you guys are offering a Jen Wilkin four pack for 2590. I mean, you're not going to find that anywhere else where you get women of the word, none like him. I mean, her new book, yeah. the 10 most important words. And so what are some of your favorite products or books that you guys offer? I know that's oh, wow. a really, really yeah. hard one. I'll preface that by saying that doesn't mean he likes one author better than the other, but just something that you really, really love, or maybe a popular one. Yeah, I, it's difficult because um, books, different books for different seasons, different genres for different seasons, mm -hmm. even. And so um, I'm often asked, oh, what's your, your favorite book? It's really hard to pick something out. And just because it's my favorite doesn't mean it should be somebody else's favorite right. either. We're all at different stages and uh, and different places in our in our walk with the Lord. Um, I love biography. And so, too. Uh, yeah, I think there's so much that can be learned from not just for the good story, but to, to see, OK, this is what God can do when a life is dedicated to him. Um, Evidence Not Seen is is just a remarkable biography. I don't know if you've read that one, but um, the story of Darlene Dibler-Rose. I haven't. Um, oh, yeah. It's, it, 
Well, um, I will Ruth get Graham, it today. Yeah, well, Ruth Graham Bell says, try this and see if you can put it down. It, it, it's unputdownable. It, it's, a, it's a great one. I love Helen Roosevelt's writing. She was, um, if I can put it like this, in terms of her teaching, she was sort of Jen Wilkin of her day in that she just wrote in a, a really perceptive biblical way, but she did it. She, her teaching was often through story because she was a missionary to the Belgian Congo, suffered dreadfully. Uh. I, um, I've never met somebody whose face shone as much when Jesus mm. is mentioned. And, uh, you know, I think of, of Moses coming down the mountain and people knowing that he'd met God. Well, Helen was like that. You talked about Jesus and it was like the love of her life just on her face was oh. so great. So love Helen Roosevelt. I think um, recently uh, Created to Draw Near by Ed Welch um, was superb. I, I marked a lot of that. Um, another recent one called Another Gospel by Alyssa Childers. Mm -hmm. Found that really helpful just from um, keeping the main thing the main thing written by somebody who could have quite easily drifted away from the gospel. Absolutely. A network and circle. So I've, I found that really helpful. If I was going to a desert island and I was given my <laughs> Bible and one other book, it would be a toss-up between, and this is a bit of a cheat because it's a, a seven-volume pack, but J.C. Ryle's expository thoughts on the gospels oh, is wow. absolutely remarkable. Don't let it put you off that it's kind of expository thoughts of, you know, it sounds like a, and it's a seven volume series. It sounds sort of heavy and academic and it is absolutely outstanding. And I'd recommend that for absolutely anybody. Uh, the other one though would be um, What the Bible's All About by Henrietta Mears. Um, that is a wonderful Bible handbook of seeing how the whole Bible, though lots of different elements and, and parts, all fits together and points to Jesus. And she she was a remarkable teacher. She used to run the largest Sunday school in the world. And really? so she was able to, yeah, yeah, she was able to present complex truths simply. And um, yeah, th th those two, it'd be a toss up between the two and I'd try and sneak it, sneak them both in my bag of hats. <laughs> I want to say I'm so excited that this is what happens to me. People recommend books to me and I get so excited and then I get them and I'm like, oh my gosh, I have 50 books on my yeah. shelf. Well, just <laughs> How could just I ever that, get to these? A couple of things I'd say on those recommendations, all of those I wholeheartedly recommend and I will give this guarantee to all of your listeners that if they buy any of those from 10 of those and they aren't blessed by it, write to me. I will personally send you your money back I, I, on all of those. But Look also, at that. On, That's awesome. On, on reading, you know, and like I say, I'm dyslexic. It is a battle. Um, but what I would say is little and often, um, on average, if you read for 15 minutes a day, you'll finish 20 books a year. That's, that's considerable. 15 minutes isn't too long, but 20 books, that's a lot of learning and growing and, and teaching that you can receive. Um, but I would also say books are there to serve us, not to rule us. So if you read two or three chapters and you think, do you know what, that's really blessed me, but I kind of get what the author's about now and, uh, uh, and teaching, and that's all you need feel free to move on to the next one. They are there to serve you, not rule you. And um, even a paragraph or a sentence can be a remarkable blessing. And um, yeah, so little and often. I love that because I have said almost the exact same thing when people will say, how do you even find time to read every day? You do this and you do that. I'm like, I set a timer for 10 minutes. Yeah. And I read for 10 minutes. And most of the time, 
if time allows it, it ends up being more than 10 minutes. Right. Um, and that is the other thing that I found freedom in my reading was stop feeling like you have to finish a book. Like once I took that weight off myself and just said, it may not even be that the book is quote unquote, not good. It's just sometimes, like you said, something resonates with you now, or it might resonate with you later. So move on. Publishers, I think, and authors could help us all by saying, actually, does this need to be 13 chapters? It could be seven and these sorts of things. I think that would be helpful. Uh, And often it's done because they want to kind of up the price. But yeah, they're Mm. there to serve us. And we shouldn't feel guilty if it sits on the shelf for a year or two before we read it. We don't think, oh, you know, I've not driven my car for three days. I, I, you know, I must go out and use it because I feel bad. It's there to serve us and books are the same. Just on the time thing, there's an app called um, Redeeming Time which you can put in whatever length of time you've got. So, okay, you're you're waiting to pick up the kids uh, from school or from practice or whatever, or I don't know, before before anyone wakes up and you've got a little bit of time, you can say, right, I've got seven minutes. It will then tell you which uh, books of the Bible you can read in that time. It's a great app. Yeah, it's called Redeeming Time. It's designed really to say, okay, you've got a little window. This is what you can read in that time. Oh my goodness. Look at you. You're like really educating me today. I'm well, so that, grateful. I, that's it's, it's free as well. It's even better. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I know. I mean, this is totally off the cuff, but do you think you'll ever add audiobooks to 10 of those? Yeah, we are just beginning to, to do some. I think Audible are just really convenient. I, I think, you know, people often ask us about Amazon and kind of uh, one thing they've got absolutely is that it's convenient. Mm-hmm. However, um, both Audible for audiobooks and and then Amazon, they they don't discern what's on there. So there's some real junk that could could harm you. So be careful with that. Um, they're also not very cheap uh, anymore. They they were um, previously to wipe out the competition, but now you'll pay more for for those places. Um, and and obviously they're not supporting Christian Mission and uh, and some of the things that they are stocking or now refusing to stock. So I, yeah, audio books I think are really helpful. Though I, as a dyslexic again, and say that um, I, it is helpful to have audio books. You don't quite take as much in. Um, and you perhaps know that. Yeah, yeah it's interesting though that you say that because see, my husband would totally argue against that. Like only because as he's become the role that he has in his work, he's able to listen more than he is able to sit and read. And I'm like, sometimes I think it's just a way we train our brain too. Um, And so he'll read parts of a book, but then he'll also buy it on audible. And that's what I say. I'm just like, listen, make sure you're doing at least one, if not both, like don't not read at all because you think that audio listening is not reading. Yeah, and they get, yeah, that's absolutely right. I mean, just we've got to feed our our minds, and that can be whether it's an audio book, yeah, chatting with friends, reading, etc. There's lots of ways to grow and, and feed. Yeah. And we mustn't make an idol of reading, uh, and we must oh. never be reading Christian books at the expense of reading God's Word. There's Amen. All of the authors that we sell, bar one, are fallible and get it wrong. And we must remember that, you know, I love Helen Roosevelt's stuff, but she needed a savior too. And we must remember that in our reading. Mm. Um, Mm. There's much to be learned, but let's not um, make an idol of them either. Ah, good word. Well, so as we close up here, tell me what is your 
favorite thing? What is something you just absolutely love about the work that you're doing? 10 of those exist fundamentally because when a book points somebody to Jesus by his spirit, he can change their life. And I mean, it gives me goosebumps and my hair's stand on end just thinking about it. The times where people come back to us or they send us an email or even a tweet or whatever and say, you recommended this book. I read it and it impacted me in this way or that mm. way. Or I've, as a result, I'm now doing this or doing that. That I just think is, well, praise God that that is happening because they're encountering him and by the spirit, new life or a, a, a growth as part of their life is coming. And that that's why we do it. You know, mm. we just want people to love Jesus. And, and if books can play a, a small part in that, that's, that gets me up in the morning. Yeah. Ah. Thanks so much for being here, Jonathan. And I just want to remind everyone it's 10 and it is that across all platforms. Is that correct? That's right. Yeah. And across um, international as well. So if, if you're listening outside of America, still 10 Awesome. Thanks so much for being here and for doing what you do. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having us. You really can't go wrong shopping at 10 To be honest with you, a week after my conversation with Jonathan, I hopped on and purchased the books he recommended. In the giveaway that will be coming at the end of the 12 days of Christmas, you will have the opportunity to enter to win a $10 off discount to 10 So hop on over to Instagram and follow Grace Enough Podcast underscore Amber. Let's meet back here tomorrow for day six featuring the Radical Book for Kids by Champ Thornton.